Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that, and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast, Episode 3, High Value Performers, the second episode of our High Value Series. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green & Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. If you have not yet listened to our launch episode, Episode 1, go back and listen so that you can get the full context for the focus of the Transformation Podcast. As I mentioned in that first episode, the Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green and Company Transformation Academy. The Academy itself is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. Because we at K Green and Company's Transformation Academy are focused on holistic development, the whole person for success in life and business, the Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. So our first episode of the High Value series was episode two, High Value Humans. And if you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to pause this episode right now, because those of you who have gone through my workshops, presentations, join me for webinars or even listen to one of my keynotes, you know that I always coach you on getting yourself to the best version of you before you try to manifest success in your overall career, in your business. And the Transformation Podcast is going to continue that theme of get yourself together first. Before you try to upgrade your ability to lead other people and even move your performance to the next level. So in today's episode, High Value Humans, I'm going to focus on the professional aspect of adding high value to your profession, specifically your organization, because for so many years, people have asked me what my secret sauce is. Aside from my expertise in project and change management, how are you able to operate at such high levels? People usually ask me that first. Other people want to know, how do you operate getting people to do things that they need to do for the organization without losing your cool, without tearing people down who for some may think they deserve it? Why does it seem like you get organizational leadership to listen to everything you say? Why does it seem like you can get what others could never ask for? Why does it seem like you have some untouchable position or status in the organization? So I've answered these questions many, many times over the years. And because K Green and Company has a significant focus on professional leadership development, we're in the process of developing quite a bit of content and programming to help individuals understand the characteristics of high value performers and coach those who aspire to enter this coveted level of professional leadership and excellence. And I have a personal mission to just teach what isn't a secret sauce, in my opinion. Rather, it's a way of living that I believe starts with you as a person. And that's why I said, go back and listen to High Value Humans first, because the gems that I shared there should be able to translate to your professional life. So before I get into today's talk, I want to talk about two things. First of all, Today's episode is more of a training rather than a coaching moment, just simply given that the length of this episode is a bit longer and I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about the characteristics of best in class high value performers. And I want you to get this point clearly. 
The other thing I want you to know is that I've included an outline of today's content in a PDF because I'm committed to you reviewing the content of the episode, applying the principles and measuring yourself on your upgrade in these areas. And yes, while you can replay the episode, the reality is the work you need to put in in order to become and remain a high value performer. Trust me, it requires you to have a documented reference point. I also think that those who have employees or staff that report to you, you should consider using this reference as you coach them to their next best versions of themselves, particularly for individuals who have expressed to you as their leader that they want to level up either in their current roles or they want to progress in their careers. So while I remind you at the end of the episode, you can obtain a copy of the PDF by sending me an email to Cassidy at kgreenpcms.com. Place the title of this episode in the subject line and in the body of the email, just simply state that you listened to the episode and would like to receive this written document, this PDF from the episode, and I'll send it to you. It's as simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything. You simply need to email me and request it. All right, so let's get into it. Today, I'm gonna focus on four things to set the tone or set the frame for being a high value performer. The first is why organizations pay a high premium for high value performers. Then I'm gonna spend the bulk of our talk today on the characteristics of a best in class high value performers. Next, I'm gonna go into the exceptions made for high value performers. And then finally, I'm gonna end with some gems on what you can do to become a high value performer. So before I spell these out for you, let me define what I mean by high value performer or high value contributor. So a high value performer is someone who makes an impact on a team and or organization by proactively and consistently seeking to serve the mission of the team and or the organization. It's a person that examines the organization's strengths and weaknesses, assumes ownership in the success of the organization, is willing to do whatever it takes to create and produce high quality, high impact work as required by their job description and has this same, if not more commitment for the things outside of his or her job description for the greater good of the organization. A high value performer is incredibly supportive of team members, leadership and the organization at large. He or she puts others needs before their own and measures his or her success by how he or she has positioned someone else in the entire organization to be successful. So that is my definition Because it's the premise that I've operated from and I have my entire career. It's the place that I also supervise from and it is the place I lead from as a project and change management authority and as the founder and owner of K Green and Company. So now that we have the definition that we operate from, let's talk about why organizations pay a premium for these hard to find, hard to keep gems. So organizations are acutely aware that most individuals are average performers. Or they're good at best. In fact, a great mentor of mine, he said this to me. He said, you can't have an organization full of superstars. We will be bankrupt and there wouldn't be any work to do. Now, I'm still debating whether or not I agree with that. But I do know that in order to move strategic priorities forward, executives assess organizational resources from the perspective of, air quotes, managing around the fact that most employees will do an average job or maybe even a good job for whatever they've been assigned to do in the organization. Yet because executives know that most organizations have to grow, evolve, and in some cases completely transform in order to just remain competitive, they must manage their change efforts through a portfolio of projects that are typically designed to realize the organization's KPIs or key performance indicators, which are usually attached to the organization's strategic plan, goals, and objectives. Those same projects need superstar power 
That cannot be realized by executives alone and often rely on that sweet spot, the middle layer of the organization, in order to affect real change. So what this means is organizations manage to a select few who are separate and apart from the rest of the organization. And we call them high value performers because they have a high aptitude and a long track record for solving problems, exploiting opportunities, cultivating relationships internal and external to an organization, even when organizations they may not necessarily care for personally or with people they may not care for personally, they usually have a rare skill to create high-performing teams, pulling out the best and brightest work of other people through projects. These high performers do this over and over again for their respective organizations and the way people experience them. High value performers almost appear to be superhuman, but don't get it twisted. They were doing their best work well before they reached the coveted six figure salary and they are motivated to create the kind of professional legacy that money cannot buy. Now, let me say this. I'm not saying that high value performers only earn six figures or aspire to that salary marker. But what I am saying is I make this distinction because Unfortunately, I see so many people stop performing at their best once they reach this particular salary milestone. I also see people superficially go after this kind of milestone, yet because they don't embody the character of a high value performer, it's difficult for them to maintain that achievement. But there are plenty of high value performers who do not aspire to six figures and are super amazing at what they do. And I know because I used to be in that category, never seeking a certain salary milestone. Yet there are people in my community like the teachers I've been so blessed to have for my children who are the ultimate high performers that literally have changed our lives for the better. And we all know that public school teacher salaries are not and likely will not reach a six-figure mark. So my point is not about the mark of salary, but more so about maintaining your performance no matter what you earn. So organizations need people who will ensure that we actually complete tasks at hand on time, within scope, within or under budget, while calmly managing the noise, the chaos, the politics, and the times that they get really, really tough in the organization. Therefore... They employ high value performers to ensure that the in progress work of other people, regardless of what's going on in the organization, is performed on time, is in alignment with strategic priorities and moves the organization's objectives from in progress to complete, plain and simple. So it was important for me to start with why organizations pay a premium so that you can understand their perspective and decide if you are serious about either elevating as a high value performer, if you already consider yourself to be one or becoming one for the first time. So now I'm going to get into our second point, which is going to be where you're going to need to take some notes. Characteristics of best in class high value performers. So as I mentioned before, at the end of, I think, episode two, I have a whole lot to say on this topic. And I'll likely coach you further on this via webinar or a course. And I'm going to share on this episode just a fraction as to the characteristics of a high value performer. And what I mean by characteristics are simply an individual makeup, individual choice, individual commitment that high value performers possess. But again, what I say here today on this episode is but a fraction of what I have to say. And what I say in a few moments should help you draw a conclusion that high value performers are leaders, absolutely, but not colleagues who actually do a lot of the work that an organization needs, yet they get a ton of work done through others. Hence, people in the project and change management leadership and authoritative space are often high value performers. So let's get into these topics. So uh, listen closely. High value performers, 
They have relentless commitment to solving problems and exploiting opportunities. They know what me- what it means to be highly skilled facilitator of solutions, not necessarily hands-on fixers. I'm not saying that high-value performers aren't hands-on, but I'm saying they are usually incredibly gifted at facilitating solution sets. They are transparent and figure out the right way to tell their organizations where they are truly challenged and who needs what within the organization to realize the organization's desired future state. High-value performers have an unwavering devotion to their own integrity. They partner with their organizational leadership, regardless of personal affinity for the actual leaders, and they get behind organizational goals and demonstrate their commitment to growing the organization to the next best version of itself. They only compete with themselves. They are students of their own gifts, talents, and weaknesses. They also understand their skills, competencies, and talents sometimes make other people uncomfortable. So they intentionally create collaborative, servant-based experiences that demonstrate that while they know they are superhuman, they actually want to help other people become all they can be as well. High-value performers stay laser-focused on what the organization needs them to do. They approach every opportunity as if it were the last and as if it meant the difference between daily personal freedom and a job. They don't need validation from others, and they know which position to play at any given time, whether that's servant, leader, supporter, facilitator, friend, coach, cheerleader, decision maker, whatever is needed at the moment. They possess what appear to be supernatural communication skills, zeroing in on their ability to listen to what is and is not being said. Read the room or the organization. They check the pulse of the people and adjust their communication to meet the organization where it is. High value performers are strategic thinkers. They possess a unique skill to always keep the big picture in mind while examining the tactical moves needed to realize the desired outcomes of any particular project or change. They are visionaries, skilled at translating vision into action, measures of success, and accountability for continuous improvement. So as I mentioned when I started this part of our episode, I hope y'all are taking notes because as I said, high-value performance have a ton of characteristics and commitments they embody, and you cannot level up to become one if you don't read the document that I can send you if you'll ask me for it or continue taking notes during this episode. High-value performers are creative thinkers who push individuals and organizations to consider multiple ways to solve a problem or exploit an opportunity, and they know how to separate what is best for the organization as compared to whether or not they agree with the solution set. And this is often the difference maker for those of you feeling stuck in your careers or feeling like your organization is not granting you permission to lead at the highest levels. Sometimes you can get out of your own way quickly by just separating your personal bias or opinion from what's best for the organization. High value performers are problem solvers who don't mind getting in the weeds with the people on the front lines if needed while educating executives on what is really going on in the organization in order for the collective organization to make real progress toward its goals and priorities. They keep their word, do what they say they will do and hold themselves and others accountable in a way that their managers, supervisors and executives never could. They know what they don't know. They assess how much they need to know and figure out who does know what they don't know and the best way to get things done through others. They appear to be in a league of their own because they are. And while they're in a league of their own, they spend quite a bit of time trying to recruit and cultivate talent that will serve at the levels for which they choose to serve. They don't ask permission to do what's best. They get it done on time and in a collaborative manner. 
They are careful to celebrate the great work of others and look for ways to upgrade the skills of those around them. They don't take things personally. And this positions them to make decisions in context, separate from their personal bias, but in context of the organization's political, cultural and social dynamics, allowing them to balance those dynamics while getting the organization's business done. They think, speak and act differently. They never compromise their integrity for a moment to have an inappropriate laugh or inappropriate conversation, even with those highest on the food chain within an organization. They know their worth, they know their value, and they are selective about who gets the pleasure of leading them, what they are willing to do, and for how long, and they know when they decide it's time to move on to the next opportunity, they do so with grace, with poise, with humility and respect, never forgetting the legacy they create every single day and always paying homage to the organization that was kind enough to allow them to serve in that particular season. High value performers are who they say they are. They don't spend time talking about what they're capable of. They just execute every single day. They push past hurt in the workplace, disappointment from false promises, and they forgive those who have betrayed them. And let me sidebar for a moment. I'm going to host a podcast exclusively about hurt in the workplace as this is another topic that is not talked about in professional and leadership development spaces. And we need to address this and help one another uh, work through and heal from this place, because the reality is it's hindering so many careers. So stay tuned for that uh, podcast episode on hurt in the workplace. High value humans take responsibility for their own professional growth and development. Therefore, they never seek nor need the approval of their leadership to do what's necessary for their career. They create their own futures, the the ones that they actually dream of, with or without their organization's endorsement. They always require those around them to level up. And for those unwilling, they help those individuals redirect their energies and their conversation to others who operate below their potential and their worth. They spend time building and cultivating relationships up and down an organization, across the organization for which they are employed, as well as other organizations in their industry, in support of their organization's needs, as well as their own. They figure out quickly how to elevate expectations and create the set of experiences necessary to ensure their succession plan is never at risk when an organization shifts, the leaders come and go, and professional development budgets get reduced and cut. I also expect also want y'all to expect the episode on charting your own succession plan, because, again, it's our responsibility as individuals to make sure that we're taking control of where our careers go, making sure that we're doing the preparatory work to get to whatever the things that we covet. So I'm going to do an episode on charting your own succession plan. Stay tuned for that one as well. High value performers focus on meeting others needs because they know. That it's the true richness of career success and that the money and other rewards will follow. And they do, I know from personal experience and often beyond your own needs and your own desires. High value performers operate in seasons and define their goals for themselves. They get busy accomplishing those goals and adjust when necessary to ensure they also return maximum value for their output. Now, high value performers also know when it's time for a season change and they set the course for what the next one should entail. And they're willing to hold out for the right opportunity, even leave pay increases and bigger titles on the table in favor of doing what they are called to do. So now that I've spent time talking to you about the best in class characteristics of high value performers, I'm going to move into our next two points of this episode. So the second to final point is the exceptions made for high value performers, high value performers and those supporting them 
they don't play by the same rules as the rest of the organization. And I'm sorry if some people thought that this was a myth, but it's true. They create an unmatched value and therefore can ask for and receive that other people can't. They command compensation and professional and leadership development opportunities aligned with their output, regardless of what the organizational standard of development package is or programming is. They articulate the value proposition of giving them what they need to continue high octane output, and they put their organizations on a time frame to get them what they desire. High value performers also negotiate flexibility and freedoms that only those delivering the kind of results that they deliver could ask for and receive. Now, they are high maintenance because they require their leadership to position them for continuous feedback so they can implement the areas of improvement they need to personally to make, which means their leadership likely spends more time with them than any other team member in the organization. And high value performers are transparent with potential leaders that this is part of the package to acquire their time, talent and services. So what can you do to become a high value performer? Now, I'm going to mention just a couple of things here. But as I mentioned, because I'm probably going to turn this into a course or a webinar, I'm going to talk about this much more extensively. But here are a few of the diverse truths I want you to have, all of which I have experienced myself. So invest in yourself every single day and don't wait for another conference, a workshop or seminar to seek and apply strategies to become the kind of trailblazer you're called to be. Take control of your own development. Actually create a plan for the kind of success you want to see in your career or your business. Then work the plan. Also enlist the support of a circle of coaches and peers to help you manifest your plan. Now, at K Green and Company, we actually have a custom framework for which we move both individuals and organizations who are serious about their commitment for moving from current state where they are today to desire future state where they aspire to be. And don't be overwhelmed when I mention a framework. Don't think too deeply about that. Uh, rather, using a framework such as the one that we offer to invest in strategic visioning for yourself or your organization, then moving to planning, execution, assessment, measurement, and of course, continuous improvement and optimization. You need to be that kind of serious about your own growth, either for you as an individual or your organization. Of course, if you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us. But there are a ton of things you can do to take control of your career or your business right now. And at a minimum, you should keep listening to the Transformation Podcast, of course. But among other things, such as becoming a student of your profession, become abreast of the happenings and changes in your industry. What's influencing your industry or your profession? Become a student of your organization and then your own performance. Pay attention to who is winning and who is losing. Study these facts and draw conclusions as to why this is the case, good or bad. Seek out more development platforms and mediums such as podcasts, online courses. YouTube has a plethora of content that can be used to support your growth and development. Uh, without you, again, waiting on someone else, your executives, your supervisor or someone else to decide when you can upgrade to the best version of you. Now, for me personally, I'm a listener of one particular podcast focused on business and faith just because that's where I am in this season of life. And I'm so thankful that that person happens to have three years of content for me to listen to. And I often replay many of the same episodes because they pour into me and support my goals just that deeply. So shout out to Tatum Tamia, the host of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I also listen to many sermons and inspirational talks. Anyone who knows me knows that for years I did my best work as a high value performer while being coached from YouTube University. 
uh, by one and, by the one and only Eric Thomas, also lovingly known as E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. And I still listen to his content. He has more than a decade of content, which I replay several times a day, including his new content. So whatever works for you, find your circle of influence and actively engage. And you, as you can see from my example, I am getting professional and leadership coaching development from people that I don't even know personally, but on a daily basis that fills me up and fuels me to focus on my goals. So figure out what you want from this very short yet amazing life and spend every moment of it going after what you want. So that's all for today's high value performers episode, which was more of a training. And as I mentioned, high value performers are who they say they are. They don't spend time talking about what they're capable of. They just execute every single day. They take responsibility for their own professional growth and development. Therefore, they neither seek nor need the approval of their leadership to do what's necessary for their own careers. They create the futures that they dream of with or without their organization's endorsement. These are just a few things that set them apart. And of course, you can become a high value performer or transition to the next level of high value performance. But you first have to decide if you're willing to embody the characteristics that I talked about, because as you know, I've led hundreds of people through hundreds of changes over the course of my career, which means I know when people are faking the funk, when they are truly walking out a professional life of excellence, humility and service as high value performance. And the fruits of their efforts also tell the truth about their identity as a high value performer or contributor. So again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We're going to continue our high value series over the next few weeks. A couple of reminders before we go. This particular episode comes with an outline of today's content in a PDF because I am committed to you reviewing the content of this episode as well as your ability to replay. So that PDF can be obtained by simply emailing me at Cassidy at KGreenPCMS.com and placing the title of this episode in the subject line. I'm going to add my email address to the show notes. The second thing is that the Transformation Podcast, as a reminder to you, is a holistic development program. We focus on personal, professional leadership, organizational, and spiritual development growth in our coaching and training. Should you choose to apply it, it's guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K-Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com and I'll add our website address to the show notes. If you cannot wait until the next episode of the High Value Series and you want to continue your upgrade today, join me for episode four today, where I coach you on a rarely discussed topic in the professional and leadership development space. Yet I think it's super timely, especially as we settle into a new year and a new decade. No need to wait on the next installment of the High Value Series. You can join me right now for episode four, When You're Weary in the Workplace. I won't even say anything else about what you should or should not think about that episode. You just need to push play. Because someone in your life could benefit from it if you think you're not weary in the workplace. Anyway, keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life, in your career, and in your business, subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Thank y'all.